0: And grab a pen. You're going to want to write this down. Jessica Dumas Coaching and Training and the Confidence and Communication Podcast is overflowing with appreciation to our first podcast sponsor, The Johnston Group, Inc. The Johnston Group provides employee benefits to more than 30,000 businesses across Canada. Thank you so much for supporting my vision and investing in the podcast. Please accept my extreme gratitude, which will help get the message of self-love healing and growth out to a greater audience hey welcome to the podcast this is the confidence and communication podcast and this is going to be a special conversation because it's it's going to be fun first of all we're going to talk about traditional goals versus intention and lifestyle and intention i just already blew that up but i have a very special person with me her name is lee shearer you can find her on instagram at the on instagram if you follow either of us on Instagram, we've done one live for sure. And one of the things that you should know about Lee and I is we talk all day, every day, which is just a whole other thing. And I just, I have to say that up front because it's very unique, but today we're going to do our best to keep our conversation very focused. We're talking about traditional goals versus intention. And I think this is going to be a really great talk. So welcome Lee. How's it going?
1: Hey girl. Thanks for having me.
0: So tell us a little bit about the resilience coach. Tell us about Lee. Who are you?
1: All right. So yeah, so as of right now my name is Lee. Um in a few months it'll actually be Phoenix Grace, which I'm really excited about. And yeah, as of right now I'm the resilience coach and what I do is I help women in their 30s and 40s who have done everything that the world and society like put on our shoulders that was supposed to make us happy. So getting the careers, going to school, getting married, having babies, buying a house, getting dogs. And then we wake up one day and we're fucking miserable because we've given all of ourselves to everything else but ourselves. So I'm just really passionate about helping women come back to themselves. I'm really passionate about boundaries and routines, decluttering and like women reawakening their creativity So, and I do this through one-on-one coaching. I do this through public speaking and I also do it through writing articles, but I'm basically, I just love giving women a really safe place to have the conversations that we were told our whole lives to not have.
0: Mm -hmm. Yay, I love it. I love that you do that. So her articles can be found in the Northern Michigan Woman and Brains Magazine. So you can Google those uh, plus the links to some of those articles will be in the show notes. And that's such an important place to use your voice, apply your voice. And I actually just made a reel and posted it before I got on the call with you today about how important it is for people to hear someone else speaking confidently about something that they want in their life. And it takes a, one person to speak up and share. And that takes so much courage to say I don't like this life that was cut out for me. I'm going to do it my own way. So good for you. I'm so happy that you're doing that.
1: Yeah. And I love those moments too of when you do say something like that and you see the person that you say it to go and you can see like their shoulders relax a little bit and be like, okay, so I'm not a terrible person because I think that too, or like, I'm not alone. And like, that's the thing is if you're thinking of something, you're wanting to change something, you're feeling stuck in something like, you're not alone in it. Like there is somebody else that is like going through it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Right on. Okay. So we're going to talk about traditional goals versus intention. So what what does that mean to you?
1: Oh boy. All right. We ready? <laughs> so like, I've never been a goal person really my whole life, you know, people would be like, okay, like, are you going to set a goal? And, I I would never like follow through with it. And I was like, well, because it doesn't mean enough to me or, you know, like we're not taught, like we're taught one kind of goals. We're ta- taught smart goals, you know, like a very specific goal that has very specific steps to take for a very specific outcome. And some people, sure, that probably works really great for some people. I'm not one of them. To me, the thing is, is so like, let's use... Um, we'll just use weight loss because I feel like it's one of the biggest goals that people set for themselves and you know that we hear the most about. So let's say you're like, I want to lose 15 pounds in the next 90 days. Okay, so you're going to the gym, you're watching what you're eating, whatever else that you're doing to make this goal happen and you reach day 90 and you step on that scale and you lost 13 pounds. You're going to feel like you failed. You're going to feel like you didn't do it you didn't accomplish it. You're going to beat yourself up. And the truth is like, you did it, you know, like two pounds is like nothing, you know, like you did your goal, but it's like, we have been taught and conditioned to only focus on our outcomes, to only do things a certain way. And if those don't happen, then you failed Mm -hmm. because we are preconditioned to only see the negatives and to not see the positives. And so to me, like I, to me, just traditional goals are just, they're just bullshit. Like, Mm -hmm. and I'm so passionate about like changing that narrative. And I can say this because I've done it Mm -hmm. and I've seen it be different and successful and evolve and change as we're allowed to, because we are human and we evolve and we change.
0: Mm -hmm. I think that most people listening will probably be able to relate to that and understand that what really stood out to me was that most of us will only see the negatives. And you're so right. Like we are brainwashed Mm -hmm. to look at not being enough and all of the efforts that we put in is failure. And it's so not true. So how did you go from practicing traditional goals or trying and feeling and failing and all of that shit to where you are now, which is what type of goals?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's honestly only been a couple of years. The first time was when I read the desire map by Danielle Laporte. And that was the first time it was like, how do you want to feel not, you're going to accomplish this and then you're going to feel this way. And so I don't, I don't necessarily love the, like, even the rigidity that my coaching course taught when it came to like feelings-based school, like it had to be very specific. And again, like for some people that works and for some people it doesn't. So I like to put more of like a broader term on things. And I think that's kind of like where like the word intention comes from. It's more of like, how do I intentionally want to live my life to feel the way that I say that I want to feel. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So for like 2022, my goal was to feel the strongest and the sexiest I've ever felt. And yes, at the beginning, that was pretty much like a body goal. But as the year evolved, which looked completely different than I thought it was going to, I ended the year feeling the strongest and sexiest I ever had. But it was because I was mentally strong enough to walk away from my marriage. And it was because I felt really sexy because I completely reinvented my style. And I no longer own any clothes that make me feel anything less than confident. Here you
0: go. I love that. I love that. That's huge. Like, changing your relationship status. That's, that's huge. It it takes so much courage. Not everyone is willing to do that. So I give you a lot of credit and applaud you for doing that.
1: I mean, part of one of the reasons behind it was, you know, if I'm sitting here and I'm preaching to women to live the kind of life you want to have to don't do things that don't serve you and to don't do things that don't fill you up. Like I have to be walking that walk. Yeah. And it was a, you know, it was, it was a very big decision. This is my first time publicly talking about it. It was really hard, but I'm so like, and it's still hard, but I know that it was the right thing to do because I know that I'm getting closer and closer to being the most like fulfilled version of myself.
0: Right. I love that. Um, I, I always say to my my coaching clients that I would never recommend someone or suggest that someone do something that I wouldn't do myself. -hmm. Right. So I hear you when you say, like, if I'm going to be that person that's going to speak up and say, Hey, like, go live the life that you were meant to live, then I need to be doing the same totally.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Except uh, I would, I would recommend, like, if somebody wanted to like jump out of the plane, that they should. And like, I have no desire to do that. So
0: (laughs) that's, you make a good point. (laughs) How would you say that you would describe a feeling goal to someone who is maybe listening to this saying, Okay. That sounds interesting, but what the heck are you talking about?
1: So I'm actually going to use one of my clients as an example right now. So she set a goal. We set a really loose goal about, she just wanted to feel calm and peaceful. This client is a stay at home mom of three, three under, I think five. So like, she's got a lot going on. And as we dove into it, we realized that it had to do you know, kind of same thing. She thought it was mostly like body-based, like she should be doing yoga and meditating and journaling. And then we dug a little bit deeper and it was like, she also wanted to declutter her space. She wanted to clean her space. She wanted to find time for her to re like discover her hobbies and what she was without like being a mom. And so it's, you know, so as we have gone through it, it's been really beautiful to watch like these things that you start integrating into your life, they snowball. And I think that's the other thing with you, when you have a smart goal, it's one thing you're focused on one thing. And when you do something more with intention, it rolls into every single area of your life. And it's just, it's super magical to watch. And then on top of that, the thing that I love is almost every single session I have with a client, they started going, I didn't do anything. I didn't do what we talked about doing because we'll set like rough action steps, you know, like okay, I want to in her example is she wanted to clean out this one closet. That was her whole goal for the two weeks in between our sessions. So she sits down and she's like, Landa, I didn't do anything. I didn't touch the closet, I didn't do anything. And I was like, Okay, well, let's talk about this, you know? And so she starts talking about it. And it was because in that two weeks she realized. That at the time it was actually more important for her to have a conversation with her husband about divvying up the household chores. And it was more important for her to buy some new furniture to make her space feel good. And I was like, you still did stuff. Like, just because it's not what we said it was going to be, doesn't mean that you didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And so being able to watch people realize that like their goal evolves with them that it's okay to try something and not like it. So for like, if I use the weight loss example and somebody, you know, is like, okay, the only way I'm going to lose 15 pounds is if I run every day. And this person absolutely hates running. Like nothing about that is going to be fun or enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And instead of having a flexible mindset and being like, okay, well, I don't like running. So I'm going to do HIIT classes or swim or whatever kind of cardio you want to do. And so it's really fun like to tell somebody or to like talk through somebody and talk through with somebody that this is the way you want to feel and this is all the things you can do to get there like it's not just one equation it's not one like linear line like it's really about finding what it is that actually makes you feel in her case peaceful and calm Mm
0: -hmm. so what's really coming up for me is like really being in alignment that's Still part of like a newer conversation, but when it comes to like intention, it's really aligning yourself so I'll back up for a second when i when I think about like traditional goals, where I think people fail, and I agree like I hate traditional goals, I hate setting up something for a specific date and a specific number, and blah blah blah. and I think some of the ways that people fail with that is first of all, they're not as specific as they should be like Mm -hmm. there's some cases where if that's your only method of of like goal planning and strategy like you need to be specific so first of all that's I think I think where people fail but I do even more agree with you that it's really about intention and really aligning so the story that you just shared about your client she didn't do the specific things that you talked about Mm -hmm. but she did things that were in alignment with where she wanted to go. And mm-hmm. it sounds like she didn't even realize that. So she was being hard on herself, but she was actually moving with intention, which is, which is what we're talking about, which is like the best thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's something that we aren't like taught.
0: Right. Yeah, You
1: know, and so unless you've done work on yourself, unless you've done, you know, some digging and some spiritual work and have conversations like this, like, if you would have talked to me 10 years ago and been like, you need to live with intention, I'd be like, "Hmm, okay, I wouldn't have known, you know, or even like alignment, like, what is aligned, like, what is aligned with you? And I'm like, like, don't be a dick. Like, I feel like (laughs) that, you know, like, that's kind of like the baseline, and it is, and it's really interesting just to watch it happen and I mean even the, even with myself, you know, to be like, "Oh man, I didn't do that," and then to be like, "Oh, but I did all of that, so we're good,
0: yeah, so one of the ways that I like to look at like intentional goals is, and one of the things that you mentioned earlier was fitness or health or like weight loss because that's something that a lot of people can relate to, and it's been over a year now that I joined the gym. I hired a coach and I, I knew that if I were to say, I'm going to the gym because I want to lose weight, I knew I didn't want to say that because I knew that wasn't going to be helpful. I weighed myself on the scale. I wasn't going to get obsessed with the scale. I was just doing it to gather information because I know that I wanted to focus on how I felt in my body. And I wanted to focus on like, how good do I feel in my clothes? How good do I feel out of my clothes? And I wanted to align with that. So I feel like, I feel like as a coach, I'm really good at, you know, coaching myself into those sorts of things. But it's sometimes hard to talk to other people about that, especially who are not like, they're not part of the coaching industry. They don't really understand feeling based intentions and feeling based goals and stuff like that. So how do you communicate that to your clients?
1: It's a very early communication. It starts like in the first like questionnaire, I have them fill out of, you know, it's all like, how do you want to feel? What is missing in your life? What do you need more of, you know, and putting it on that instead of like, what aren't you doing? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you happy? you know, and already just leading from a place of like moving forward and not focusing on the past and not focusing. I mean, you always have to look back a little bit, but like not living there. And so, and then it's just the first conversation. And I feel like if anybody, you know, researches me before they work with me, like it's pretty, there's a lot on the website (laughs) that, you know, it's that it talks about, like, it's not like, there's nothing on there being like, we're going to, cause I've looked at coaches websites, you know, and it's like, they're smart goals. And this is, we're going to set one smart goal for your six months. And I'm like, "Mm, next.
0: When you start working on the intention you start working on, and another way that I want to sort of dig into it is it's also about identity, right? It's like, if you Mm. want to become Mm
2: a certain
0: person. So for example, as a speaker coach, um, I want, I want people to practice their confidence And what that means to me is when you get an opportunity to speak, that's your opportunity to say yes or no and align with the identity that you want to become. So, and I have clients that will confess to me, um, I had an opportunity to speak and it scared the shit out of me. So I said, no. So you're really, you're, you're staying aligned with the old identity as opposed to saying, yes, I'm going to take this speaking gig. It's going to scare the shit out of me. And I might screw up, but I'm going to have this experience. I may do really well. What if I get paid for it, right? And it's sort of like shifting into that identity and you you are doing it with intention. And it, it is part of the goal planning. Who do you mm-hmm. want to become? Mm-hmm. So that's what excites me about this conversation.
1: Yeah. And I think you know where I'm about to go with this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, so like, let's just add on to the identity. Let's just add let's make it a little bit more interesting and do what you and I have done and created or given a name to I don't want to say created because she's she's in us, you know we're not she's not an invisible friend sitting next to us, you know, but like giving a name to like that strength inside of you and to that voice inside of you and to that version of you that you visualize and that you want. And like, you know, you can have, and you know that it's possible. And so, you know, when we started this conversation and I said, it, you know, in a few months I'll be Phoenix grace, like that is mine. Like Phoenix grace is who I am at my most authentic. And you say it to me all the time. And now I've said it to my all myself all the time is like, when, then when you're presented with these opportunities from your old lifestyle and your old habits and your old ways of thinking, it's a really great way to disrupt it and go, is this how Phoenix Grace would live her life? And so, you know, if you, if, so if you step up that identity a bit further, like, okay, not only do I want to live, a, be a calm and peaceful person, and that's how I want people to see me. And that's how I want to see myself. Okay. Let's like add another layer to that of, okay. And calm and peaceful me is I'll just use mine. Cause I'm not going to make up a name for my client Phoenix Grace. You know, and it's just like having that extra layer and there's that extra reminder that like she's in you or mm-hmm. he's in you, whoever's listening, I'm not going to, mm-hmm. you know, that inner voice and that inner guidance in there. And yeah, like giving it a name, it's so powerful, mm-hmm. so powerful.
0: I, I love that. And I've been needing to talk a little bit more about like imposter syndrome because There's all these, and this is one of the talks, and maybe this is why I haven't talked about it because I'm remembering as I'm saying it out loud that one of the things that I said that I wasn't going to do was reveal my hot talk right now on the podcast. Got to hire me for that full talk. Overall, it's really identifying that or recognizing that there's all these different versions of us. And there is like our our current physical version, the, the reality in real time version and i have an imposter version who is this character that i had to identify so this imposter says things to me like people are just being nice to you they don't really like you you don't really deserve to be here uh they're gonna find out that you're not that smart right all of that shit she's whiny and i named her rachel (laughs) so if anyone has heard my talk you know her name is rachel and, uh, and then there's this version of me, and my intention for who I want to be, the identity that I want to become, or the identity that I strive to align with is Jessica Fox. I almost said Phoenix Grace.
1: <laughs> I mean, you can align to be like me, that's fine.
0: The identity that I aim to align with is Jessica Fox. And just like Rachel, I had to create, just like what Leanda did with Phoenix Grace, is you have to create this identity. And it's, and it's all about intention. And it's like, I feel like this conversation is just like, boom, like we, we open up with traditional goals and how boring that is. And, and, but this is really living with the intention, right? So Jessica Fox, what is she going to do? How is she going to dress? What is she going to wear? What would she say in this situation? And she's still a work in progress. But the more time that I can spend in developing her, strengthening her, supporting her, the stronger that she is for those moments where in real time I need to I need to be that bitch. I need to stand mm-hmm. up and I'm Jessica Fox right now and Jessica Fox would not do that shit. Jessica Fox is not going to listen to that shit, right? Mm-hmm. She's setting herself up for success and nothing else. This is the intention of who I am and this is the intention when when Lee is talking about Phoenix Grace. Woo!
1: Shit's getting spicy.
0: Spicy. <laughs>
1: Spicy. <laughs> so I want to add two I want to add two things to what you just said because I, I love all of it and we've had this conversation like you said we talk all day every day so the first thing I want to say is also just because me and and I call her foxy J too just because we are talking about this and we're saying that we have this version of us or this in- inspiration inside of us that keeps us going like we're not perfect like we don't have everything figured out I know we sound really cool right now <laughs> But like, there are some days that like, I don't want to be Phoenix Grace, that like being Phoenix Grace is too much. And that's okay. So I just want to throw that disclaimer out there that like, we're not perfect. So and then the other thing I want to say on top of the imposter thing, which it's funny that we were talking and we talked earlier about one of my articles for brains about using your past and your future self to get unstuck. And I haven't looked at that article since it got published last year. And we're sitting here talking and I'm like, oh, this is exactly what my article was about. So in my article, I'm talking about using a future version of yourself, Phoenix Grace, Jessica Fox, to be like, okay, what would I do? How am I gonna get there? But also looking for the proofs. Let's talk about the imposter. You know, so like if you're saying like, I'm stupid, people don't like me, blah, 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 looking back and find a moment. That completely disproves that, that like you have proof. I had this conversation with one of my friends as a coach the other day, and she was talking about like what she was going to charge somebody or if she was any good at what you, what she was doing. And I, I left her a message and I said, you're already getting paid that and you've already done it. So yes, like you are worthy of your pricing and you're good at what you do because you have proof. So right. looking back, and it doesn't matter if it's a big moment or a little moment, like I used to joke that the only thing that I ever finished that I started was my pregnancy. <laughs> but I can also look at that and be like, okay, like that's, you know, but then there's other things, there's things I've manifested, there's things I've worked towards. And because I wasn't living intentionally, and I wasn't living in alignment, I forget about a lot of the things that I have accomplished in those times that I'm like, that I have been smart or I have been confident right. or, you know, so it is really about, you know, so I'm like, Oh, that was, you know, you re- you wrote a brilliant article that makes a lot of sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. Go back and read it every once in a while. Because yeah. I honestly like sometimes I'll listen back to my podcast and I'm just like, fuck, that was good. That was fucking mm-hmm. good. That's a good message. I want the world to know. Did everybody hear my podcast? And I, I said it and it was recorded and it's on the internet for everyone to hear. And and that's good. Um, what you were talking about is, is what I like to call leverage. So that mm. evidence, like seeking that evidence and using that as leverage to take that next step, right? Mm-hmm. And so if we go back for a second to like why we should get rid of the traditional goals is the other thing that it does to you is it makes you feel like you can't celebrate you can't be happy Mm -hmm. you can't you're not winning you're not putting in the the right amount of effort unless you are meeting this specific goal Mm -hmm. and another thing that I say to my clients and I don't know where I heard it some really cool person said it now I'm saying it is you can't get to a happy ending on an unhappy journey
2: And, and what I
0: find is that As we struggle, and like you said, we're not perfect. I'm perfect a lot of the time, not perfect all the time, just a lot of the time. But because of that, like we're so down on ourselves, we're so hard on ourselves. And some of the things that Jessica Fox has taught me that I have written into my intention for life is I'm not carrying guilt. I'm I'm letting go of guilt. That's always a process. It's not easy, Mm -hmm. but but I've lived with so much guilt—mom guilt, right? Girlfriend mm. guilt, um, all of the guilt. But I'm not living with it anymore. I'm just, you know, and it, it, it's a process. I'm getting better at it, and I feel really good about it. Um, and and learning to celebrate more things, celebrate mm. all the little wins, celebrate every single thing as much as possible. And and again, it's a process. It's something that I'm learning continuously it's something that I practice it's a part of who I am and the fox version that I'm becoming
1: absolutely absolutely and that is something like we're like you said we're only taught to celebrate the big moments when they when they finally happen right and then it's always kind of a letdown you know and so One of my favorite things, actually, it it is my most favorite part of being a coach is the last session with a client. I go through every single thing that I saw them do towards their goal. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's like, I'm crying, they're crying, everyone's, you know, there's, there's tears everywhere. And it's because same thing, like, even though I have been working with them, and we've been doing this and they've been seeing their progress and everything it still doesn't quite look how they wanted it to look at the end because we're still we're unlearning we're changing that that pathway in our brains of what success is and but then then there's me holding up a mirror you know basically being like look at everything you did in the last 3 months 5 months whatever it's been and it's like every single one of them goes i did a lot i'm like yes like Yes. So as they go off and they go and live their lives without me, you know, they can take that lesson with them of like, okay, how am I going to celebrate this and love this? Because here's the thing too, like just like my analogy with the running, like if running was the only way that I could get to my physical goal, I would hate every single step of it. Mm -hmm. And where's the fun in that?
0: Yeah. And life is meant to be fun.
1: Yeah. It is our job. Mm-hmm. the great gala darling here it is your job to have fun
0: <laughs> I love that and you know what this is this is a really good conversation and I don't know if we shared any like practical tips <laughs> but you know what like if you're listening and your your goal <laughs> your goal is to you know be more abundant be more of whoever it is that you want to be like my recommendation is spend some time thinking about who do I want to be who do I want to become mm-hmm. because that's that's the intention that we're talking about and what do I want to feel which is one of the things that lee said in the beginning of our conversation how do I want to feel and what do you, what is it going to take to get there and being open to your feeling because again what what Lee shared about her client was I didn't do this particular thing, but I did these other things that were really important to me, and that elevates that feeling that elevates that intention. so what would mm-hmm. your what would your outgoing points be to any listeners?
1: So I actually do have a practical tip <laughs> <laughs> we get you guys get one you get one whole thing <laughs> besides give yourself a cool ass nickname um. So every single client, I give them the same exercise, and that is to write down your ideal day from the moment you wake up until you go to bed. And if you're a mom like us, there's probably like two different ideal days. There's the ideal day if your kid is not around or kids are not around, and then there's your ideal day like as a parent, because mine are very different. They're two completely different kinds of days. But going through every single thing, if you could sit down and be like, okay, I want to wake up at this time and I want time to journal and meditate or take a bath or like whatever your jam is in the morning, you know, and then I would, this is the job I would go to, or this is the work I would do. This is how I would spend time with my partner or with my friends or by myself. Then there's the beginning of your roadmap of how you want to feel. Mm -hmm. And then there's the beginning of being like, okay, if this is the life that I say that I want, this is how I want my days to go. Am I doing anything, anything, the tiniest, itty-bittiest little thing to get closer to that day?
0: Mm -hmm. And it it happens step-by-step and decision-by-decision. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. That's, you know what? I love and hate that exercise. (laughs) I will say that. I love and hate. I want to talk about why before we end our call today. Because as someone like me, who years ago, I felt like having anything in my life or have like having anything in my life that could make me happy, I felt like was impossible. Mm. And I felt like, you know, I, I grew up poor in the north end of Winnipeg, which is one of the poorest areas in the city. and. My family didn't have jobs. We didn't have a vehicle, like, like it fucking sucked. And so growing up, it was like watching everyone's life and having this imaginary, like drawing up, what would your best day be? I was just like, fuck that shit. Like, I don't believe in that shit. Honestly, I was so bitter. I hated it so much. But I played with the idea and I, I I like that you said that there's two different, there might be two different days. And mm-hmm. what I struggled with for a long time was, well, is, is it a vacation day? Is it a weekend? I don't know how to do this exercise. But what I learned is I just, I just did it all the time. I would rewrite my day. Mm-hmm. So if it was Monday, I would say, okay, if it, my ideal Monday would look like this. If it was Saturday, okay, my ideal Saturday would look like this. And that was something that, that helped me to create now the life that I have. And it's not the most glamorous, but it's a Monday morning. I went for a 10 30 AM appointment to get my nails done. And before I went, typically I go to the gym, but I was sick on the weekend. So I wanted to recuperate some of my energy, but I, I didn't have to rush anywhere. Mm. And I meditated. I did a magical morning practice, which Lee and I do together. I did a tapping sequence that I created. It's a 10 minute long one, which is really long. But now I'm just like, wow, I created this life. Like I I get to do what I get to do. And it was because of, it was because of the intention goals or the intent, like alignment. That's what it was. It's not traditional goals.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have like, (laughs) I was like, Oh, now I have like two more things. (laughs) We could just keep like, now like the ball is rolling. I could just keep going and going. Um, (laughs) But, and I, and I get what you, you know, like, like you said, like you get stuck on, then that's also like the perfectionism taking over a little bit too is like, okay, well, what day is this for? Like, I'm not going to do this the right way, (laughs) you know? And it's like, just do it and you can change it later. And then the other thing is like, so you don't feel guilty if you look at this and be like, my day looked, Okay, now I, now I got my second point. My day looked nothing like this, so first of all, don't do that. And then second of all, give yourself some non-negotiables. So this is going to be my tidbit part A, is <laughs> give yourself non-negotiables. like, okay, no matter what happens, I have to at least wash my face, brush my teeth, and meditate, no matter what. And then I can say, at least I did my part. The second thing is when you're including your perfect day, especially as like a mother, you can't put anything in there that is dependent on how somebody else is acting. And what I mean by this is in my perfect day, especially on the mom list, is that my child is calm and happy (laughs) and doesn't throw any tantrums. That would be a perfect day. But I have no control over her, so instead, it includes I want to be a kind and patient mom. Nice. I want to not lose my shit eight times. <laughs> you know, we're at seven. I'm doing good, you know. So it's like just be sure, like, or you know, like I want my partner to buy me flowers. <laughs> Bad excuse because everyone's just going to quote Miley Cyrus. You can buy your own flowers, but <laughs> fuck, you know, fuck like. That one. Like it just has to be what you can do and don't make it dependent on what anybody else is going to do for you.
0: And how you want to feel, right? How, like you wanna feel. Yeah. Business, how you want to feel. First piece of how you want to feel? How do you want to feel? Yay, that was good convo. We brought it back all the way around.
1: <laughs> I'm actually really proud of us for doing that.
0: <laughs> Thanks so much for having this conversation with me. Thanks for um, the work that you do. And for putting out your intention through the articles, through your Instagram, through coming on here and sharing this message with the Confidence and Communication podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. You're the best.
0: Bye.
1: (laughs) Bye. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the podcast.
0: Miigwech, ecose, merci. I want to take every opportunity that I can to tell you that you are worthy. And if something in this message resonated with you, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and send a link to your sister, your best friends and your cousins, because if there was something in this message that resonated, then they might want to hear about it too. If maybe taking a screenshot is your thing, share it on your Instagram story and don't forget to tag me at jessicadumas.ca.